2: I'm Hadass Kuznets at Craft Hall, 901 North Delaware Avenue, the newly opened beer hall here from Avram Hornick. Avram, this is restaurant number?
1: That's a good question. I really don't know.
2: (laughs) You have so many children.
1: There's a bunch of them through the years. Yeah, over a dozen at least.
2: Speaking of your children, this is a very child-friendly place. And of course, the one thing that everybody's talking about now that you're open is this playground. So let's go right into it. Just tell me about the playground. Well, we um,
1: own Parks on Tap, which is a mobile beer garden that we do for the city of Philadelphia going to park to park. And what we found was most of the people coming out are people with their children. And so I think that times have changed, that couples tend to socialize together. And when they have free time, they want to spend time with their children. So we kind of wanted to pick a place where people could both be with their kids and entertain themselves at the same time. So We've set up three distinct areas. We have kind of a playground area where the children can be. Then we have a bar area where the adults can be. When you're in the bar area, you can't even see or hear the children. And we have a dining room area where you can kind of sit down and be neither in the bar nor the playground and just enjoy the food that we have.
2: How much of your inspiration comes from your own experiences or wherever you are in your life?
1: Uh, That's pretty much it. I always say that I uh, open places that aren't the stage of life I'm in. So I have three small children, all in elementary school, so I kind of... um, think about a place that I would like to go to and that's what I try to do.
2: Tell me about the playground equipment. What's in it? How did you come up with the idea for what you've done?
1: So it's a mix of things. The main thing in the playground is a pirate ship kind of slide jungle gym which was made in Lancaster by an Amish woodworker and then we bought a bunch of stuff from a used carnival supply place in New Jersey. So there's a lot of original carnival decorations that are up as well.
2: What's your favorite part about it?
1: I think it's actually the quality of the beer and the food that I'm most proud of that we're partners with Lost Bread Company which is here and they do all the baking on the premises and Mainstay Brewery. It's a really brand new brewery with great beer so it's really um, the quality of the kind of the Philadelphia and the kitchen sources everything locally. So it's kind of a Philadelphia-centric where Philadelphia can kind of come together in both the food culture and the social culture.
2: Alex Bois is the baker here at Craft Hall. So explain how this bakery is run. I understand it's like a business within a business. It's a
3: separate business. So we have a bakery that we started two years ago. It's called Lost Bread Co. We're at farmer's markets across the city, retail locations. We have our own retail store at 1313 North Howard Street. That's uh, where we used to bake out of, and last November we moved into this facility along with Mainstay Brewery, so that we could kind of be a part of the Craft Hall project. So the idea behind Craft Hall is to be a space where there's a a, the Craft Hall kitchen kind of pulls from the different craft-oriented food-related businesses that support it, like my bakery or Brian's Brewery. They're all in partnership with Avram and FCM, so we work together to develop the menu for the kitchen. Uh, You know that they have. some talented chefs and we you know consult together confer so that our bakery can provide them with product that they special product that that um, we're able to source with our focus which is primarily on local sourcing and whole grains and, and things like that so for example what kinds of things are you baking for them for the kitchen we'll be providing their pizza dough which is an emmer based dough emmer is one of the ancient wheats there's a small handful of wheats that are considered ancient because they're relatively unmodified it's the progenitor of modern day Durham which is what semolina is made from. It's basically what all pasta is made from and a lot of pizza dough. So it has kind of a historical... uh, It it was like the the historical origins of pizza and flatbread came from a wheat like emmer. So uh, it's full of flavor. It's somewhat tricky to find good emmer flour, but... We mill everything in the bakery that's not white flour. So we source locally and we mill it in house. So we'll be providing their pizza dough and a, um, a rustic roll for them that's emmer based. They put a lot of uh, sandwiches on our milk buns, which are used throughout the city for different sandwich purposes. We also sell wholesale to other businesses. And uh, we do a CD our best seller is a CD Grains, which is mostly freshly milled whole wheat. Spelt, rye, malted barley with a toasted grain porridge added to it. So that's the that's by far our best seller at farmers markets, retail, whatever. So we make a few different formats of that specifically for the kitchen. They're putting their grilled cheese on it. They're also offering it for their cheese boards and things like that.
2: So are you you renting space from Craft Hall? Yeah.
3: So Craft Hall is a separate entity, and we're, you know together we're renting the facility essentially. So my partner in the bakery is Avram and FCM. And Brian's partner in the brewery is FCM as well. So those are kind of affiliates to the the holding company that, that pays the, the single rent paycheck. But yeah, we all rent space.
2: There's a lot going on here. There sure is. <laughs> so what are the kids like and what are the adults like? I'm I'm guessing you're making a lot of pizzas or you're 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 providing a lot of dough for the pizza. Well,
3: uh, today would be our first day serving pizzas. Uh, we anticipate that will be a big seller Lost Bread Co. also provides the pizza dough for Morgan's Pier and they run through it's a different pizza in that case we provide a uh, pan pizza for them which is a different style of dough it's very high hydrate it's a very wet dough and you kind of you have to bake it in a pan because it's so wet but the result is like full of you know air and bubbles and, and they sell like crazy over there so I'd imagine it'd be the same here also we have a much much fancier pizza oven here which is really fun to play with pizza tests are going really well uh, I've shared my recipe for for, for fermented tomato sauce with the chefs at craft hall kitchen and uh i don't know the pies they've been putting out in just uh, in just a day or two have really been amazing all right let's talk to
2: the uh the brewer yeah that's good So Brian O'Reilly is the brewmaster here at Mainstay Independent. So you are one of Avram Hornick's partners. Can you explain
0: that partnership? I'm a partner with Avram at Mainstay Independent, and uh, he's a partner with Alex and Lost Bread, and then we both live in Craft Hall.
2: All right, let's go right into it. Tell me all about the brewery and the beer and what's going on here.
0: Well, we chose the name Mainstay because it, uh, it met a lot of criteria for what we wanted to do. Mainstay is the cable that holds a mast on a ship, steady and it's the main source of strength and uh, also people have talked about you know their mainstay beers and we want it to be the beer that was your mainstay beer that you kept around all the time and maybe you would try some other things but we want it to be the mainstay so our goal is to produce very flavorful distinct beers in both American, German, Belgian and kind of you know new world styles but always with a, a nod to balance in the beer a beer could be very hop forward or very malt forward but there's still a balance within that and I think that's our goal That's our goal and what we're focused on achieving. It's
2: all coming together now. I understand the connection with the pirate ship.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go.
2: What was it like for you to come and take over the old yard brewery
0: equipment? It was a challenge. Sometimes when you install something new, you're not that familiar with it. So sometimes it's a mixed blessing to have to fix something before you use it. There was a couple of things we had to maintain because then you understand them a lot. It was great because a lot of the equipment was already installed, but it was a challenge because we had to, you know, fix some things and maintain them or change some seals.
2: So they bought the place, they bought the equipment, and then they created a brewery around that. Correct.
0: Yeah, and we bought some used tanks from a brewery in Maine. We have three more new coming on their way. We bought a bunch of kegs from uh, American Keg in Potsdam. We bought a a can filler from a brewery up in Massachusetts. We bought some new and some old stuff and kind of assembled it together to work here for us.
2: And you've got a couple of bars here.
0: Yep, we've got the treetop bar here at Craft Hall, and we have the boat bar down down there, yeah. Um,
2: So tell me about your taps on the bar. What do you have?
0: What's available? I'll start at the boat bar because there's 12 beers available there. Actually, 11 right now, and we have a cider. Up here, we have 24, and it's just very flexible. The number of beers we'll have available may vary from time to time. We might have 14 one week, 16 in the next week, and then 11 the following week. It's just depends, but we've got a lot of flexibility to tap different kegs, different places, and you know, we'll see what makes sense for people's enjoyment. Are you still kind of feeling it out? Craft is brand new, so we're still trying to see what people are enjoying here, but I would explain it that in general what sells the most is what we'll brew next, so sometimes uh, it's hard to, especially beer that we brewed one batch of might be around for a while, or everyone might drink it, it might be gone quicker than we thought, so it's it's hard to figure that one out. That's,
2: a, we're, that's we're, a good way of uh, deciding what
0: to brew. Yeah, and we'll still try to offer a good assortment so that there's some Hopford beers, some Hopford American ales, there's uh, some German style or German inspired lagers there's a couple Belgian style beers I just think all those things cover the basis of what people would be in the mood for when they they want to have a beer. We don't want every beer to be similar flavors, we want to kind of cover the map a little bit. What do you want people to try or learn here at Craft Hall? I mean we want them to basically think about food and how it's made and where it's made. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, my daughter was six one time and someone asked me at a, at a brewery, where do you buy your alcohol? And she told them, don't you know anything about fermentation? So well, she had been hanging around a brewer for a while. So I think the same thing with the bread and the food. We want people to think about it. We want to offer different things. And uh, part of that's a little bit entertaining as well, to learn a, bit, a little bit about your food, whether it's uh, the chef did something unique or the brewery did something unique, or then just to learn about baking or brewing or cooking as well.
2: Can you give me a brief rundown of your menu?
0: We have uh, two chefs in the kitchen, and uh, we've got a a really cool pizza oven that actually is a big, big stone, high-temp oven, and it, the uh, deck rotates. So they just got that fired up the other day. Tonight, we've got three pizzas. There's a Kennett Square Mushroom Pizza, Margarita, which is classic, and a Smokehouse Pizza. Getting to that, we've got a, it's not in yet, but a massive smoker coming in the kitchen. The hood is in for it, and we have an outdoor smoker that we use as well. And so uh, there's definitely going to be a lot of smoked meats, which is one of my favorites. Uh, not something I do at home that often. Uh, I know that they'll do some smoke fish and some other stuff as well for people that aren't eating meat. We've also got a hamburger, which is kind of standard that we've also been cutting and blanching and uh, preparing our own French fries, and they're really delicious. So uh, there's kind of been a little bit of everything for people that are in the mood. Since you are the
2: brewer, let's talk about your favorite aspects of the bar or the alcohol program.
0: So uh, two of our uh, core beers, the beers that we plan to make year-round, are the Poplar Pils, which is a, a kind of firm but light bodied dry, German-style Pilsner. We also have uh, Constitution lager, which is an amber golden lager. Kind of a a nice balance between the hops and the malt. And so those beers are really beautiful and almost fit with any kind of food. We've also got a lot of different specialties. Some hop forward beers like Hitch, which is an extra pale ale. It's delicately dry hopped and you've got this nice lemony citrus character, but it's not super in your face. It's very, very balanced and soft. We also have Fine Tune, which was a a limited experimental double IPA, which is very, very big full of mango character. It's 8.5 half percent alcohol by volume we've got like notes of blueberry and also some citrus there
2: how long have you been brewing
0: Uh, about 20 years
2: what do you love about it
0: i love to drink beer first and foremost so i appreciate the product i love that uh the brewery is filled with mechanical challenges but it also is creative and so those things when they go together they're kind of very uh, rewarding for me. Your
2: favorite aspect of
0: Craft Hall? What, one of the things I love about Craft Hall, and we're still kind of getting to know ourselves a little bit here, but is that it's, it's family-friendly and there's so many different ways to enjoy it. Whether you have a toddler and you go down and you can actually get a couple sips of your beer uninterrupted because they're playing one of the games, or uh, you just want to meet a big group in Philly, and it's kind of hard to figure out when you're all going to meet there. And this is a place where you can all kind of meet at different times and uh, still kind of uh, get together. I'll also say I'm a big fan of the bread as well. Lost Bread's... Uh, products and their bread and their, and their shortbread cookies are just amazing. So it's great to be next to them.
2: Thanks so much. All right, cheers. Brian O'Reilly is the brewmaster here at Mainstay Independent, which is part of the craft hall conglomeration. Thank you. Cheers. Avram, tell me about this space. It's gigantic.
1: Yeah, so this was the um, uh, former Yards Brewery. So when they relocated to their space over at Six and Spring Garden, uh, we leased it and um, we bought their old brewing equipment. So it's a very large capacity. For a startup brewery, and then we converted their bottling line and their bright room into a um, our seating area, and then we converted one of their walk-in boxes into our kitchen. So we kind of transformed this, you know, that was a purely industrial space into a restaurant and a little bit of industrial.
2: How long did the renovation process take you and the design process? We've had the space for
1: about a year and a half now. The brewery's been functioning for six months and the renovation of the restaurant uh, took about 90 days.
2: So the the brewery that you opened, were you delivering to other of your restaurants?
1: Well, we uh we have a, yeah, we do sell to um, third parties as well, as well as uh retail here and in the tasting room.
2: So, I mentioned this is a really big place. How many seats do you have?
1: There's probably about 400 seats. Uh, overall, plus we have another 100 seats outside for the springtime.
2: And you have a lot of very unique, as usual, you have a lot of very unique design elements. Do you want to, aside from the playground, some trees on the inside, do you want to comment on anything? Well,
1: we really wanted this to be about Philadelphia. So a lot of the design elements are Philadelphia-centric. So we have a great mural which says, Greetings from Philadelphia, we painted. We have a lot of Philadelphia memorabilia up over the place. We have mummers' costumes and, you know, sports bobbleheads from the past 30 years and plates from the centennial and a lot of historic uh, things. A lot of the decorations you see were actually reused from inside the building. This was called the Acorn Ironworks originally. And so what does it
2: originally mean like uh, hundreds built? Like yeah. like a hundred years ago?
1: No, they probably closed, I'm gonna say twenty-five years ago. This building was used as a skate park before yards took it over. But in the warehouse space in the back, there's all these storage of all this old iron supplies. So we found these cool lampshades we hung them on the wall. We made our tables out of these old welding tables that they had here. We actually found pictures of the former president. We hung those on the wall too. So we kinda wanted to celebrate Philadelphia history and uh What's so great about Philadelphia, both from a food culture, a beer culture, and from an historical culture?
2: So all these photographs that you are paintings when you that you see when you come in that was found art.
1: That was from an old book that we actually bought at an auction. It was done by uh, President McKinley. He uh, commissioned about a couple hundred of these books, which had an image of each president before him and a little description of the president written by like one of his cronies. So we bought the book. And then we uh, took it and used the wood scraps that we found and kind of framed them up and hung them on the wall.
2: How would you describe the design?
1: I would call it probably eclectic. You know, a lot of found objects. You know, it's supposed to make you feel comfortable. We have a lounge section when you walk in with a wood-burning fireplace and a lot of couches and easy chairs and old chandeliers. All kind of bought from local thrift stores and Craigslist and whatever we could find. So it's really about adaptive reuse, finding things that exist, bringing them into the space, and having people enjoy them.
2: What was the most challenging part about getting this open as a restaurant?
1: I mean, it's always the regulation and permitting is always the hardest part. That creates the biggest barrier to entry. You need a lot of patience and time to get through
2: it. Even for you, who's done this about a dozen times?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very hard.
2: There are a lot of little kids, like little, little kids, running around. It's very sweet.
1: Yeah, so it, it's nice because it's both a place, a playground for adults and for children, so that if you don't have a child, you can definitely come and hang out at the bar. You can hang out in the lounge, hang out in the dining room. You don't even see any children. But if you have children, there's you know 50 kids for your child to play with when they come here.
2: Anything else you want to highlight? You know, I, I think our theme
1: is really about coming together as, as really a place for people to socialize. And so, you know, we have 35,000 square feet, so there's a lot of room for everyone to come. We don't have t- Table service so people can come and sit all day. You can get something to drink, you can get something to eat, you can go play, you can interact with other people and there's no, no one pushing you to leave and it's just supposed to be a place you can come and socialize with your friends and neighbors.
2: Can you comment uh, just quickly on some of the other areas? You've got hanging swings, you've got some games and some, uh, I don't know what that is, shuffleboard? Or...
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of this free, kind of fun, easy games. They're all kind of analog, a little basketball net and a little foosball table. But also we have like four vintage Nintendo games so that they're free, The people can play them. They're all kind of set up for everyone.
2: This is very reminiscent of Parks on Tap, like yeah. indoor. An indoor version.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's appealing to the same demographic. But we're open twelve months out of the year, and, and um, but we learned a lot from doing that, and it's been so much fun. And we're looking forward to this season again, and this is kind of our um, expansion on that concept.
2: I feel like we need to watch you everything you do because you build on whatever you do.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't we all? We all learn from what we're doing, and then hopefully use that to do the next thing.
2: Craft Hall is open now. It's at nine hundred one North Delaware Avenue. Congratulations!
1: Thank you.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.